about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshigma, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with Him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. Word of God. Last week, I began a series, and I would hope to uh, finish it next week, on managing your mood. So this is managing your mood too. Managing your mood. And the Bible says in the book of Psalms 42 and verse 11, it says, But all my soul, all my soul, he spoke to his soul, he says, All my soul, don't be discouraged. Don't be upset. Expect God to act. Can you see the change of mood? For I know that I shall again have plenty of reason to praise him for all that he will do. He is my help. He is my God. The message Bible said something. It says, why are you down in the dumps? Did you see? You, you could see even this kind of um, issue going on with the, with the lady, who, Aisha, who gave that testimony. She was down in the dumps. Her soul was down there. She was crying the blues when I first met her. But you know what she did? Listen to this. She said, fix my eyes on God. Soon I will be praising again. And this is what she did soon I will be praising again he puts a smile on my face he is my God father we thank you because your word will go out with accuracy and precision this morning and that it will shape life's fulfilled dreams and guarantee success on this wonderful Sunday morning that God in the name of Jesus that mood swings will change and God we will start praising you and giving you glory in Jesus mighty name we pray and someone says amen last week I spoke about the devastating fallout of the lockdown that this lockdown cannot only be quantified in the physical deaths that we have seen that are surpassed an extraordinary amount of people it's it's mind-boggling and it's heart-wrenching but 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 also we need to understand that it has also affected many people in the mental arena in the marital relationship arena and also in the financial arena the virus may have reached its peak, as some people say, and its, imp- its impact in the community, whether, in the, whether economically having that impact on business, the psychological impact on families, or the financial impact on individuals has certainly not reached its peaks. It might have reached its peak there, but it hasn't reached its peak in other areas. As I mentioned earlier in the service, uh, they've received about 4,000 reports to the police about domestic abuse. Many reports of different kinds of mental issues that have now plagued the police and the health organizations. So, so we have to discuss this thing. We have to discuss it. I, I'm not talking today about depression. I'm not talking about depression. But, but our mood. Because it is our mood that leads us to depression. So call your family and your friends. Say, they're talking to you right now. Send a text. Say, get online right now. Because I think this is relevant to you. Because our, our feelings and reactions come from the way we handle our mood. Managing our mood itself is hard. If anyone is, is like me, to manage your mood is hard. And, and I have to say this, that we don't get this right on the first try. No. But, but if you give it time, 
If you keep practicing the little things that I'm about to give you, you'll be much in control of what influences your mood. The truth is, when you wake up every morning, you have an idea what will happen to you that day. You hope for a troubled free day where your expectations and your wishes are to be fulfilled. But you know from experience that this isn't always the case. We live in a real world with real problems. Your enemy, the devil, is real. This is a real enemy, a real devil. It's a real unseen enemy right now because sometimes the enemy that you used to see used to be the enemy that you used to feel is the enemy that you can see. Right now, this is invisible. This is something we don't understand. But, 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 but its main purpose is to walk discouragement, walk fear, walk failure into your life. And these things are happening because many people of us don't really know how to manage our mood. So we want to teach us today, again, um, how do you manage your mood? How can you manage your mood so much that you can stop depression from coming in and that the devil will no more come into your life to steal, to kill and to destroy? And we, we picked this up last week and, 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 and I want to try to raise this awareness and I want to give you like a six response plan to managing your mood. Last week we spoke about number one. We said be in control of your mood. Don't be ruled by them. Be in control of your mood. Don't be ruled by it. Be, controlled by your, or be in control of your mood. Don't be ruled by it. And then I gave you like a four-pointer four, four in how to do this. I said log an activity of your mood. Never stay in a bad mood. Unfortunately, someone said this to me, and I hope it will bless you. You can write it down. There's a free app called Sanvelo. I don't know. I'm not I'm sure if I pronounce it properly, but I will spell it to you. It's S for Sierra, A for Apple, N for Norman, V for Victor, E for Echo, Double L for Lima, O for Oscar. Uh, Sanvelo, which is very good for this. It has many features which include the mood log, thought diaries, reframing exercise, guide meditation, health habits, logbook, keeping track of sleep. It keeps track of your exercise, your water intakes, lots of features. It's an all-round health and well-being app. I'm not being paid for this, but somebody sent this to me. So the first thing I said is log your activity. Number two, I said learn to fight your mood by making the right decision. Number three, I said lock in and don't lock down. Number four, I said let fate move you, not your feelings. So the first thing you have to do to be able to control your mood is to be in control of your mood. Number two, let's pick it up today. I want to give you two more if I can. Number two, beware. The, the next B is beware that things happen. Beware or be aware that things happen. Listen to me. Be cognizant that things will never go your way all the time. You cannot wake up in the morning and expecting that everything is just going to work the way you want it to. You, and and, and if, you're, if you're single right now and you're, and you're lonely and you're staying at home, you've got to learn this, that no one plans this. And because no one planned it, but God knew about it, you've got to be able to say to yourself, I am not going to be a victim of what is going on. You've got to be able to understand that things happen and nobody else can control it. Even the most wealthy, the most happy uh, people will deal with the perils of humanity uh, that has nothing to do with what you did right or wrong. Everybody has to deal with it. 
whether you're healthy, whether you're wealthy, whether you're living in a 10-bedroom house, whether you live in Knightsbridge or you live in uh, uh, Peckham, no matter where you live right now, the virus does not knock on your door and say, excuse me, can I come in please? No. It doesn't, your, 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 your dungeon or your 10 feet wall cannot help anyone. What is going to help us right now is what we have on the inside of us. Sometimes, listen to me, we humans or Christians, we are always looking for a reason why something happens. Ah, God, why did this happen? Why did this happen? It, 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 listen to me. It's not the event that is harmful. It is how our negative reactions to that problem that is harmful. It's not the event. If you need a concrete answer why things happen, I will give it to you right now. God is suffering and God is in control. And he is God and he is Lord and he is doing what needs to be done. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 10 says, If you faint in the day of adversity, listen to me, if you faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. This means that trouble is inevitable. Days of adversity will come. So if, if you start to fall apart in the days of adversity and you start to have these mood swings, your strength is small. Things happen. Things happen. Things happen. Things that are not in your control. Things you didn't plan for. It's not because you sinned. The Bible says, they looked at the man and they said, what sin did these parents commit? And Jesus says, it's not the sin of the parents. He says, this thing happened to give glory unto God. Things happen. Things that we didn't control. Children happen. They mess up sometimes. You as an adult, you mess up sometimes. We make mistakes. Things just happen. But many of us, we go by the, how things happen. If it's a good day, yeah, we're smiling. If things happen in a bad way, yes, we go into a bad mood. And the bad mood eventually leads to depression. So let me give you something that will help you. When things happen that I can't control, pastor, what exactly do I do? Let me give you four steps here. Number one, I, I, I call them the W's, the W's. Welcome and accept those things as God's plan. When you learn to accept that some things are in God's plan, it stops a lot of hurt and pain. Romans chapter 8 verse 28, the Amplified says, We know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us, God is deeply concerned about us. We're going to read that again. God is deeply concerned about you. Whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you're old, whether you're young, he says God is deeply concerned about you and he causes things to work together as a plan for good, for those who love God, to those who are called according to his plan and purpose. When things happen that you can't control, just accept, welcome God's plan because he's deeply concerned about you. Number two, wait for God's timing. Wait for God's timing. Joseph had to wait. Waiting patiently for the Lord allows you to let go and to let go. Let God. You've got to learn how to wait for his timing. Acceptance means that you stop fighting the inevitable. The reason you're stressed out the reason you're in a bad mood, 
The reason that things are happening to you may be because you're trying to do something about something that you can't do anything about. <laughs> I'm going to say this again. Maybe this will help you. The reason why you're stressed out may be because you're trying to do something about something you can't do anything about. We try to make things happen when it's not the right time. There's a time for everything. It's not the right time. Oh, I'm going to just go out there. I'm going to put my stuff out there. I'm going to appear naked. I'm going to appear semi-naked on Instagram. Maybe that will cause an attraction. Because if I don't do anything, nobody's going to do anything. Girl, don't fool yourself. You will only attract an Ishmael. The guy is also saying, yeah, maybe I should buff up a bit during this season, take some selfies, put it there. Maybe I should just call that girl I haven't seen in a long time ago. Maybe that will work. Man, if it's not your time, it's not your time. Yes, other people may be hooking up and other people may be sending you text messages that, oh, I got onto this dating app. Oh, and I met this dude, the dude you haven't seen. And you're trying to make it happen. If it's not your time, it's not your time. When it wasn't my time to start a church, it wasn't my time. Every other thing I did didn't work out. When it was time, it was time. God brought people to help and bring forth this glorious vision that we have. Wait for God's timing. Wait for God's timing. How do you deal with things that happen to you that you can't control? You've got to welcome and accept them. You've got to wait for God's timing. Number three, worry not. Don't worry Luke chapter 12 verse 22. It says, Do not worry about your life. For what will you eat? Or about your body? What will you wear? For life is more than food and the body more than clothes. In this period that we're in, don't worry. Don't, don't worry. Don't, don't, don't worry. For, for life is more than food. Worry is a sin. You know why it's a sin? Because it displaces God out of your life. And when you, are worried, when you and I are worrying, we're saying that God doesn't exist. Don't worry about yesterday. It is a cancelled check. And it is gone. Don't worry yourself about tomorrow. It, that's a promised loan. We don't know what will happen tomorrow. Be concerned only about today because that's the cash you have in hand. And the cash you have in hand is, I know that my redeemer liveth. Stop worrying. So worrying about what you can't control. And number four, I call it watch and pray. Matthew 26, 41 says, Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Jesus told his disciples, says, Watch, watch and pray. So pastor, what are you telling me to do this time? Watch what you watch. <laughs> uh, maybe this will help somebody. Watch what you watch. For, for example, an intake of daily breaking news is tempting you to fear. Perhaps you should shut it off. Watch, watch what you watch. Or, 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 or maybe it's your social media habits. And I'm into it right now. You're looking at your social media and you're like, I'm doing everything I can. But the number of followers are not climbing. Don't kill yourself, girl. Don't kill yourself, man. Don't kill your organization. Many of us are watching what other people are doing. And I'm there too. 
Many pastors are calling me, Ty, ah, we're doing this, oh, Ty, we're doing that. And, and uh, people have flooded social media and churches have flooded social media. And, and there's a possibility that you will follow what other people are doing just to maintain your congregation. I, I, will, be, I will be puffing, I will be running here, and I will be running there, and I will be running here, and I will be running, and I will, oh, this program works, oh, oh, this program works, oh, this program works, oh, this program works, oh, this. And before you know anything, you're exhausted. You know why you're exhausted? Because you keep running after things that are not yours. Because of what you're watching. Instead of us to watch and pray. He didn't say watch only. He says pray. Because when you pray, it will direct what you watch. Why did he say prayer? Because prayer is the key to handling our emotions. <laughs> the act of praying itself has an immediate effect on our emotions. It pulls us out of our self-centered spiral uh, 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 problems and redirects our attentions to God. When we pray, we move towards God. So I'm not running for social media. I'm not running at Instagram. I'm not running uh, at YouTube. I'm not running to please everyone. I'm not cheating. I'm not, I'm not plagiarizing. I'm not picking up somebody else's idea and see if it will work. Just to maintain audience. Stop doing that. Because all you will get is a negative emotion. It will affect your mood. And as you're running here and there, even I'm exhausted right now. Oh, hallelujah. Uh, you, as you're running all over, you'll feel like me right now. Exhausted. You'll get into a mood. And then you'll get into depression. I hope you got something. Let me give you another, another, another one. So we've spoken about three different things right now. The first B is be in control. The second B is to be aware that things just happen. Do you think I'm relaxed? And number three, this will bless you. It is break the pattern. Break the pattern. Break the pattern. Stop what you're doing. Stop being in a mood. Stop being moody. Break this devilish talk. Let me encourage you of saying, you know I'm a moody person. You're a moody person. You're single. You're a moody person. And you want to marry? You're married and you're a moody person. You are destroying your home. You know why you're moody? It's because you feel that things are not working for you. And there's a problem with the mood. Remember, we're not talking about depression because mood gets us into depression. The thing about the mood, look, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. The thing about the mood is that it makes those who are around you look for other people that are exciting. Can I, can I, can I spend one minute with some couples here? She's not talking to me anymore. He's not talking to me anymore. And many times we've turned to our gadgets because those who are around us, we can't speak to them because they're always in a mood. Break the pattern. Break the pattern. And I've got this in two ways. Do yourself a favor and when you enter into a situation, don't follow your first instincts. When you follow your first instincts, it's always a bad mood. Don't react to everything. Can I say this again? Don't react to everything. Let me give you a Bible passage. It will help you. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 to 27. Look at me. Look at, look at what it says. Look at, it says, 
If you are angry, that's a mood. <laughs> if you are angry, is that a mood? That's not depression. That's a mood. Can you see that? That's, that's the reason why I'm talking about mood and not depression. It says, if you are angry, don't sin by nursing your grudge. Now, when you nurse it, you fall into depression. It says, don't let the sun go down with you still angry. Get over it quickly. For when you are angry, listen to me, when you stay in that mood, you give a mighty foothold to the devil. Hey, look at me, 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 Gabriel. You see, you see, the, the, when, when pastors started talking about, about, about moods, many people think it's depression. No, the Bible made it clear. He says, something leads to depression. He says, when you are angry, he says, you can't be angry. You, 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 something will annoy your emotions. Something will change your mood. He says, but don't stay there for long. Don't nurse it. Many of you keep nursing it. Pastor Ty, you keep nursing it. I've given you an example before. One day I was angry. Very angry. I was angry. Let me confess to you actually. We had just finished a fast. My wife is going to slide from her chair right now where she's. We just finished a fast. And I just finished ministering to people. I, I, I guess, I think it was on a Saturday we finished the fast. So we were here from the morning. We must have finished it in, by three, 3 o'clock. So I was, I've been in church for the last two days praying. And so I was going home. So she was around. Her sister was around. And so we went. Um, so they went home and I was going home. I was going home with the anticipation that I'm going to sit down and eat a sumptuous, gracious beautiful meal only for me to get home and there was nobody at home i kept calling where is everyone and they didn't pick up their phone they didn't pick up the phone because they knew i was going to blow up after 14 minutes they came into the house by that time i was angry and i had nursed the anger let me tell you how i nursed the anger every food i was believing God to eat that day, I started to feed the anger. Okay, you start to take some jollof rice now. Drink some water upon it. No, uh, let me give you some labrusco, some, 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 some wine. I added wine upon it. And then when I finished it, I now decided to eat some toffee cake. Oh, I, I fed the anger with toffee cake. And I put some nice, hot, gracious, custard on top of it so by the time they came in that thing was fed it went from size 4 to size 14 i blew why i've been fasting i've been praying ah and they were begging me but i was angry i was angry and they now asked me do you want to eat anything no see 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 the fool you're hungry they're even asking you do you want to eat but you're so much angry that you've given the devil the foothold and I refuse to eat. I refuse to eat for like four hours. I just finished fasting. Can you see the stupidity? Ah! Next time I said to myself, this will never happen again. I will eat, then be angry again. No. <laughs> I, I was hungry and still sitting down watching TV. Hungry and angry. Giving the devil the foothold because my first instincts was wrong. Pastor, what should be your first instinct? First, eat the food because you're still hungry. Don't react 
almost immediately. I was hungry. I can't. I don't even remember when I ate. In fact, they were begging me to eat. I said, "No, I'm too angry to eat. I'm hungry." God says, "Don't let the sun don't go down with your anger." Pastor, what do I do? Do the opposite. You're going to learn to do the opposite of what you feel. Sometimes it looks like it's an impossible task, but it has an immediate effect. If you feel like criticizing, say something complimentary. This is the things that would help us, even in our homes, even as singles, even as married couples. This would reduce domestic abuse. Instead of criticizing, if instead, of, instead, instead of criticizing, why don't you say something complimentary? Instead of you feeling like complaining, why don't you express gratitude? If, if you feel like withdrawing, start a conversation. If you feel like I'm not going to talk to anyone, I don't want to talk to anyone, start a conversation. If you feel, feel like brooding, why don't you sing a hymn? Oh, get out of bed. Wash the dishes. Start a load of laundry. In other words, take one action to turn from temptation and turn towards something constructive. I'm in a mood. And many of you haven't taken a bath for four days. I'm in a mood. I just don't feel like dressing up. Do, do, you, know, do you realize that when, when you wake up in the morning and you take your bath and you prepare yourself as if you're going to work, it changes your mood. It changes your mood. How can you just be in the same clothes from morning to evening? It will affect your mood. Let me give you some three or four steps that can help you to change your mood, to, to, to stop making that home and that house a brooding ground for the enemy. Number one, pause. When you hit pause, you take time to stop and think before you speak and act. Many people as I'm preaching this message say, Pastor, you don't understand. Look, you can never bring the word of God down to your level. You have to rise to the level of the word of God. Good practice makes perfect. Pause. Doing so prevents you from saying or doing something you will later regret. Like pastor who was still hungry. Do you know that after a while, and, and, sorry, let me confess to you. You know, after a while, when they now retreated upstairs, I now sneaked into the kitchen. This is my own house. I'm sneaking into the kitchen, make sure no one is looking. I took like four biscuits, quickly ate it, took some water, and then sat down again. Can you see how stupid that anger is? Pause! Pause! Don't send an email that you will later regret. Don't say something on social media that you will later regret because you're angry. Someone dissed you on social media. Maybe you did your best act in there and then someone put something in there. Don't respond every single time. Quiet. Dial down the volume. If a discussion begins to escalate, focus your intention on dialing back by softening your tone or lowering your voice. Because if not, you will stay in that mood and you will sin. Number two, this is, this is going to bless you. Stop the blame game. Stop the excuses. Stop the excuses. I'm always in a mood. You know you made me angry. No. People make God or some heathen deity take the blame for everything and fail to take any kind of personal responsibility. I took responsibility. It is always easy to blame others for our failure. But many times we are our own worst enemies. 
Because we lack the self-control to put in the effort that should make us successful. Blaming others is a kind of apathy that removes you from the responsibility of your life and the choices you make. We've got to stop blaming everyone. Many of us right now are blaming the government on the lockdown. Many of us are blaming the coronavirus that you can't even see. Many of us are blaming our job, blaming stuff. Stop the blaming. Stop blaming your husband. Stop blaming your wife. Stop blaming yourself sometimes. You listen to me. You can't keep smashing the plates. Kick in the wall. Smack your children in anger. And stop speaking to people because you're in a foul mood. And then blame everyone for your behavior. And then you utter the following words. God knows my heart. Come on. My actions may be wrong, but my heart is in the right place. God knows how I feel. He will make an exception in my case. No, because when, when Moses was in that foul mood and God said, speak to the rock, and he hit the rock, it truncated his destiny. Something God, will, God, God, God understands. You can't slap the woman. You can't throw a bottle at the man. You can't smash the places. You can't, you can't even... You can't, Put domestic abuse on your children who can call 999 and then say, you guys made me do this. I prepared this message. This is not, I didn't prepare this message for this week. I was supposed to preach this last week. Before anything, you can't keep doing the wrong things and expect to get the right results. Don't you know that in most cases, the blame game only creates injury. It never heals. It always hurts. When you blame people, it never heals. It always hurts. It never makes people whole. It only breaks relationships. It never unites. It only divides. It never builds up. It only tears apart. It never solves a problem. But it compounds the problem. Stop the blame game. All blame is a waste of time. Many people have not succeeded because they kept blaming someone else. No matter how much fault you find in another and regardless of how much you blame the person, it still will not change you. To break free from this mood, I have to assume responsibility for my life. When Aisha was giving the testimony, she had to take responsibility. It was a hard thing I said, yes. She was following a, a, a pattern that would only make her be destroyed in the battle. So I said, are you going to follow Saul or are you going to follow David? You've got to make a choice. Because at the end of the day, you can blame your mom, you can blame your family, you can blame your father, you can blame everybody else for deserting you, but you will never make progress in the sanctity of your mind until you say, I'm taking responsibility. Stop doing things that are convenient. Do them because it is commanded by God. Anytime you blame somebody, it only makes you lame. There's only one letter that is different from blame and lame, and it is the B. Whenever you blame someone, it make, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to give this to you. It will help you. Whenever you blame someone, it makes you lame and brings you shame. Whenever you blame someone, it makes you lame and it brings you shame. <laughs> I'm just trying to wrap on this one. Whenever you blame someone, it makes you lame and it brings you shame. 
Instead of being lame and shame, why don't you tame your anger? Hey! This may come up in a song next week. Blame, lame, shame, tame. Tame your anger. Tame your mood. Bring it under control. Because when you do that, it will be a blessing. I, I, I tried to speak to someone. I'm going to close on this. Uh, uh, I got my wife to start to speak to some people who are single around and, and ask them, how are they keeping themselves busy? Uh, or, or how does this isolation work? And, 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 and they sent me a list of things. And I'm just going to read it. This is this wonderful lady. She says, what she's doing is she's focused on finding a new job. I use this time to look beyond the usual sites and company that I normally would go to. Thank God I've actually had two interviews in the last week which I had plenty of time to prepare for and thank, and thank God. And that is taking her out of the stratosphere of two-digit figures to three-digit figures. The thousands, hundreds, just changing. Somewhat uh, so, so focusing on updating my CV. This usually takes hours because you have to tailor your CV to each job you apply for. Thankfully now, I've had time to do that and even help friends with theirs. And this lady actually came to me and said to me, if anybody needs help with their CV, that I should put them in her direction. Somebody is helping during this time. So if you have problems with your CV, you want to rewrite your CV, but don't waste their time. Because many of you do that and you just waste their time. They're not going to write it for you. You're going to write it, but they will give you uh, uh, directions and help you. This is the time you could do that. Uh, uh, she, uh, somebody wrote, said, I create new streams of income. I've been researching on how people create passive income with a view to create a few of my own. Starting a business. Like you can start a podcast. Says like starting a blog. Like write a film. Even if only one person comes to your blog, keep doing it. Write a film. Take part in competitions. There's a 2.6K competition going on today. Take part in it. As a single, there are things you can do that can lift you up. Organize your finances. She said, I'm looking at investment property. I'm expanding my skill set. There are courses online. In fact, the men have been putting some courses online. Hundreds of courses are online right now that you could do, that you can even add to your CV or your LinkedIn. Do some courses, expand. What about reading? Now I'm reading some books. I'm reading a book on Israel right now. Fantastic book, blowing my mind all over again. There are books that you can read. I hope they can get this. There's this book. I have to plug my own book. Just don't do something. You, you, can, you can read these books. It's a blessing to you. Or you can also read this book, The Money Secrets. The Money Secrets by Rob Person. This will help you with finances. You see, they, they can get it on the camera. So it's called The Money Secrets by Rob Person. You can read books. There are many other books like that. You can get onto a CD. You can get in Signal online. Listen to things that can help you, that can develop you. Total money makeover. That's very helpful. These are things that you can do that can change your mood. So it changes you from being angry at yourself to being productive. I'm going to have to stop here because I have run out of time. So let's do a quick recap over what we've just spoken today. Number one, you've got to be in control of your mood. Don't be ruled by it. Number two, beware that things happen. Beware that things happen. And how do you do, handle that? Welcome and accept those things that are as God's plan. Wait for your timing. Worry not. Watch and pray. And number three, break the pattern. 
You've got to break the pattern. If you don't, it will lead to depression. It would lead to mental problems and different other things will come in because the devil will take a foothold. Next week, I will conclude this by giving you two or three others and then we'll close. It will be wonderful. Invite your friends. It will be such a blessing. But God is in control. Let's bow our heads and let's pray quickly. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Now, I want somebody, while you're praying at home, I want you to stand up. Break your pattern. Why don't you just stand up? And say to God, pace around a bit. And start to say, God, I'm breaking this mood. I'm breaking this mood of loneliness. I'm breaking this mood of anger. I'm breaking this mood of self-infliction. So start to say, God, I'm changing the, my pattern of behavior. Say, say, God, I thank you that I'm locked down because I'm locked into you. You're locked down because this is the time he wants to teach you. Some of you can even go and take cooking lessons online. Come on. No, if you mess it up, no one would know. Exercise. These are things that you can do. And you start to say to God, give me the strength. Start to say to God, God, I want to put my time, my wake-up time, 6 a.m. in the morning, 5 a.m. in the morning, 6.30 in the morning. I'm going to change my pattern. Start to pray. And now start to pray and say, God, every erratic behavior I start to destroy in the name of Jesus. Start to declare that my imagination will dwell beside still waters. Start to say, God, I destroy every erroneous thoughts and imagination. I break every pattern of erratic behavior. Come on, I want you to pray right now. Declare in the name of Jesus that right now, that any spirit of laziness over your mind is broken. The curse of failure over your mind is broken. Anything that has caused paralysis of your mind that has said you can't do this, that this is who you are, break it now in the name of Jesus. You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.